Yeah. Yeah. What up? What up? What up? We are back. Another episode of the Antoine Lovelace podcast. Um, what's up, you guys? Thanks for tuning in. We back. Uh, excited for this episode. Um, this episode is titled "College Is Whack." Wiggity whack. <laughs> but uh, before I, before I even get into the whole college part of my life, um, you know when I you know when I actually listened to the last episode just recently, uh, I didn't really get to speak on my aunt, and my uncle who uh, who took who took me in and took me underneath their wing and um, you know and speak on that, you know. You know, prior to my mom passing, you know, my, 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 my uncle came and got my brother and I, my sister ended up staying with my mother for a little bit. And then, um, again, we came to, you know, we came out to, uh, back out to Levittown. Uh, they lived in a section called Twin Oaks. Um, back then, you know, this is back in like 94, you know, Twin Oaks was popping. It was, what was, Twin Oaks was known for was the basketball courts and, uh, the basketball courts really helped helped me, you know, become a better basketball player because, you, you know, it was cool because you got players from all over the world, like all over the world, all over, whether it was from Trenton and Minnesota, everyone came there to play. So you had to bring your A game because if you lost, you uh, you wasn't getting back on that court. So, um, but anyway, going back to my aunt and uncle, you know, you know, them living in Twin Oaks and, you know, it really showed – what type of people they were, you know, really bringing us in when they actually had their own kids. You know, they had a, my, my cousin Cliff and my cousin Brandy. Um, you know, so when they took us in, man, it was just like something where, you know, they didn't have to. You know what I mean? And, you know, my uncle is my is my dad's brother. Um, you know, for him, to, like I said, for them to take us in and, and really treat us as their own children – um, says a whole lot. Um, you know, at the time, you know, my my aunt, she was, she was a, um, she was a hairstylist. She had her own hair salon, and she used to dye. When I first started getting my hair dyed, and she, you know, in high school, like she was obviously my, my, uh, my hairstylist at the time. Um, I think that's where I kind of really got familiar with. You know, started when I look back. This is I. Now I kind of see where I was always interested in the, the whole hair uh, field, um, but you know I'm forever thankful for them, you know for bringing for bringing us in and really, you know never treating us any different. Um, you know it, it was just like my it was like my parents. You know what I mean? And even prior to you know my mother passing and us even coming to live with them. Um, I was always around, I was always around them. I was always over their house. I was always sleeping there, you know, and we were always close. So, you know, being in that same house, like for a long time after that point, it was, it was, it was, it was a blessing. I was, I was truly blessed to have them in my life and my aunt's family, um, who really just treated me like I was their own, um, you know, grandson or, um, nephew or whatnot. So, I'm forever thankful for them, and I love them to death. And my uncle, he knows how I feel about him. We always do talk about it. And, you know, for him, you know, from a man standpoint, he really helped shape me to the person that I am. Um, You know, I got my work ethic from him. Um, 
that's all he that's all he did for us was just work, work, work to make sure we had whatever we needed. And his kid, you know, not just me, but his kids as well, obviously. Um, you know, he made my, he always made my games. Um, he was the only person I could ever hear at the games, not even the crowd. I could always just hear him. I could always look over at him. He's pointing it for me to just think about what I'm doing out there and, you know, helping me get through games and whatnot. So um, I'm forever, like I said, I'm always going to be forever grateful for them and our relationship that we still have to this day. And I love those you guys to death if you do listen to this <laughs> so um so now fast forward i'm gonna jump into uh college so college 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 um college was cool I, I in my title if you do you know go back and look at it, it says college is whack um college was cool um you know i i you know i decided to go to uh you know i was originally going to northwestern um going into my senior year i was going to northwestern i had Verbally committed, they ended up. Um, coaches ended up getting fired. Went to Colorado. I didn't want to go to Colorado, and at that point, I was able to like choose another school. Did a whole bunch of other schools, and then I really, then I ultimately chose Rutgers University. Rutgers was uh, close to my house. Um, I knew a lot of my, you know, family and friends. You know, could go to the games because I know a lot of. Them, I mean, a lot of them did, which was cool. Um, Rutgers was a good experience for me. You know, it's, it's my first time really kind of being on my own, um, you know, living in the freshman dorm, you know, being a freshman coming in, um, you know, a lot of people get lost. You know, a lot of people get into different things and whatnot. And, you know, obviously I was there on the sports scholarship full ride. Uh, it was a neat experience, you know, because, you, know, you know, at the high school, that's the, you know, that's the top, you know, that's the top level you can play at. So, you know, we we'd, uh, we were in the Big East at the time. So, I think it's a different. I think in the Big Ten now, but I think we're, we were in the Big East when I was there. Um, it was pretty quick. I can tell a quick story that almost got me kicked out of school like the first week of being in in college. Um, we uh, we're coming back from we're coming back from practice. We we still didn't get to our first game yet. We still on like uh, summer camp, you know, pr- right before the season starts. So um, we're in camp. And um, so we used to all joke around, and it was cool because we had a bunch of guys. We had a bunch of kids that came in with me that were, you know, top players in their state, like I was. Like I was a top receiver in, in Pennsylvania. I had a couple guys that were top. I think we got – when I was coming out, we had got the top number number one, number one, three, and four receivers in, in Jersey. Um, that was my man uh, Rashad. Sean, Josh Haas, Aaron Martin, and my guys. Um, and we had a bunch of other – we had my man Brandon Hall who was coming from Maryland. He was a DB. Uh, a bunch of the guys were called the Trues because we were the true freshmen that were really, that were playing getting burned. So, uh, I, so I remember one time we are coming back from practice late night. It's like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm sitting in the back of whoever was driving, and we headed back to the to the dorms where, you know, we all stay in the same dorm because we are in camp. So – I uh, so the one kid that was in front of me, I, I'm pretty sure his name was Heath. He was a, one of our tight ends. He came in with us, tall kid, about six five or so. Um, he uh, so he was in the front. He was sitting in the front seat in front of me, and we also just joke around, have slap box matches, matches and stuff like that in the locker room. And you know, I was undefeated. <laughs> uh, so the kid in front of me, Heath, I had like like tapped his ear or whatever, whatever, and 
you know, just joking around. And he's like, I'm going to beat you up when we get out. And I was, but I'm not thinking nothing. I'm not really thinking, uh, you know, he's going to do anything. So anyway, so now we pull up to the dorms. We pull up to the dorms and we get out the car. Now, mind you, I was really just getting back. I had a freak accident in, in, um, in, um, in practice where someone grabbed me, like horse collared me, what they call it now. And I had sprained both of my MCLs and both of my knees. So I was, I had, cr- I had, um, not crutches on. I had uh, braces on both of my knees. It was some weird freak accident. So, so now I get out of the car, and like I said, this kid was about six. He's about easy six. He was definitely six five. So we get out. We get out of the car. He's like, and he's just like, "Yo, why'd you touch me?" I'm like, "Dude, we were just playing." And just swings, like just all out swings on me, right? <laughs> so, you know, I duck it, and I'm. I can tell that he was kind of. He was swinging with authority. I could feel the wind. So, so then I kind of like pushed him back, and then he like charges at me again, like swings at me. I duck, and then I like fall on top of the car. And then as I'm pushing him back up, like he punches me in the back of the head twice. So I'm like, this guy is serious. He really he wants to fight. <laughs> so, so I said okay. So now everyone kind of like, like crowding around. They're like they not. Or they, I mean, everyone kind of thought we were playing, but. I guess when they seen him punch me a couple times in the back of my head, they knew it, it was real. So at this point, you know, we squared up and psh, it was a quick one hit drop. End up having a whole blood trail all the way back to the uh, <laughs> to the to the to the uh, dorm rooms and and at ten o'clock, I know, like, I think eleven o'clock, it was like shut shut down. So the coaches would come around and and shut down all the lights, make sure everybody was in the room and, and was accounted for. And uh, it was a whole blood trail, and there was like, Ooh, "What the hell happened?" And come to find out, come to find out, well, one of the, I, I never forget the guy. His name, uh, he was a coach's son. He was on the team, Garrett Shea, uh, good guy. Uh, he was a, he was a uh, senior at the time, and um, he ended up saying, "Look, you guys got to say you were playing. You guys don't get kicked out of school if they find out you're fighting." I'm like, "Oh, sure, I'm about to cry." I'm like, "Damn, I just got here. I ain't get to do nothing yet." So we just said that we were just playing around. And it was like, uh, so now by the time it got to, they got to me, they were like, Lovelace, what happened? So I said, what happened? Like, we were just, I elbowed him by accident. And then it's like, well, he had to, he had to leave out our emergency with the ambulance. I'm like, what? And then come to find out he had like, I mean, I had like, I ended up breaking like his, um, like his eye socket, his nose, all types of crazy stuff. Cheekbone. He had to get like reconstructive surgery. And I don't think that ever came out <laughs> until right now. Um, and he actually got dismissed from school. He didn't. He never came back to school that year. I never, ne- never heard from him again. I, ne- I never. He never came back when I was there. So the next year, he never came back. So I never know what ever happened to him. But if he ever listened to this, my man Heath, my apologies, brother. I didn't think it was that serious, but I guess it was. Um, but I just figured I shared that story because it was it was a crazy thing for me because I pretty much. Was, they told me like the coach son like yo if this gets out <laughs> you're getting kicked out of school dude like I was like oh shoot man I can't get kicked out of school already I ain't get to do nothing so so that was that but um you know going in going under a guy named um uh, Terry Shea he's our coach awesome dude um great coach man like really believed in me um really believed in me he always spoke highly of me I I remember even coming out of high school like. He told me he said in the in the public you know like in the magazine or it was like lovely is just the top receiver in in the country and I was like wow that's pretty crazy like 
this is technically only like my third year of playing football. You know what I mean? So it was pretty, it was pretty uh, crazy and awesome of him to say about me. You know, especially someone who really didn't like football but just played because you know, I thought. I mean, I just played because I knew. I mean, I was going to go to school for free, and then wherever I went, I wanted to try and play basketball. So, um, so whatever. So then, again, like I said, he believed in me, and it was it was amazing. He treated me like a son. Like I mean, like everyone else too. So, um, I guess I was a little bit cocky. I came in there, had blonde hair, with seashells on my neck and on my ankle. I thought I was a different type of dude, man. I, was, I was thought I was I was the man. So um, I'll never forget when we had our. Uh, I remember I scored my first touchdown. It was against it was my first one. I think yeah, my first touchdown was against um, uh, what school was that? Oh, uh, Wake Forest. I had like a sixty-five yard touchdown or something like that. And I'll never forget. You know, he told you know I ran. I ran like a backside post, whatever. Ran past the guy, and we were playing down. We were playing down at uh, Wake Forest. And as I'm running down the field, like I'm running to the end zone, like. Wake Forest is black and gold, but as I'm running, I can see all the red, like, to my left. I can see all the red, which is our school. And, you know, that was all our fans that were that came down to the game. And I remember playing – I remember just running, and I'm seeing – I'm just, like, pointing at them as I'm running down the field. <laughs> and uh, I got took it out of the game. Coach took me out, screamed at me, you'll never play again. Like, sit your ass down. Like, and everybody was just blown away. Like, what the heck? Like, but I guess I, you know, I was showboat when I shouldn't have been showboating, obviously. Um, but I was just so happy, you know, that I got my first, you know, career touchdown. It was a long one, um, you know, and, and it was. Uh, I'll never forget that moment, and I'll never forget what happened, obviously, because I got taken out of the game for it, cause I, and I didn't get back in the rest of the game. And I was like the starting punt returner, starting kick returner. So um, it was, it was, it was crazy, but. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, at Rutgers, it was, you know, I had a good time there. Um, you know, I got a lot of good friends. I mean, that I still talk to to this day, you know, I mean, they are like they're my best friends. You know, I mean, one of my guys, he actually didn't even play football. At, he didn't even play football. I just met him in the gym just playing basketball. He was like, he was in my wedding. You know what I mean? Um, it's like my, it's my brother. You know what I mean? Uh, my boy, Adrian Bennett. Um, and it was just something that, you know, I just met him and he was a good dude and, you know, it just it just happened. He it just happened that he wasn't a football player, but he was a good basketball player. Um, he was short as hell, but uh, he was a good basketball player. And we used to, we used to battle in the gym and whatnot. So, um, but he's again he was I was in his wedding. He was in my wedding. You know what I mean? So it's like a brother to me. And uh, but I had so many cool memories, so many good friends that I I still talk to. Um, and that's what's great about social media, man. Cause you, I, you're able to find a lot of your old teammates and stuff and have conversations with them, meet up with them and whatnot. So it's, uh, that's been a blessing to be able to do that, whether it was Instagram or Facebook or not. So, um, you know, so it was, again, I'm, I'm forever thankful for those guys, man. Cause a lot of those guys, like I said, I still talk to to this day and we talk about different things and, 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 you know, just, you know, we all are married and kids. I always got, you know, many kids and, um, we all think we we all still think we can do what we used to do, but you know we can't obviously. So, but um, it's cool to, you know to talk to everyone. We have a chat that we all talk in. I'm not in as much. Cause I'm like always on the run, but um, it's just good to be able to just stay up with the guys. You know what I mean? Um, you know, as so you know after so I, after my second year 
at, of being at Rutgers. I, I mean, after my first year, I knew I didn't really want to be there anymore. Um, but I knew I had to. I had to stay there. You know, it was part of the agreement. You know what I mean? I was there for free. Um, and I, but again, like I, I just said just a little bit ago, you know, football just wasn't my thing. You know, it, I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, it's cool because I, you know, I was, I was obviously good at it. You know what I mean? I got a full ride. Um, and I got a pretty much scholarship to pretty much anywhere besides. Let me, let me say this: besides North Carolina, where I wanted to go because Michael Jordan went there, they told me I wasn't good enough to play there because uh, they don't and they want to recruit in, in state, and I, that always stuck with me. I was just seen I just seen them on TV the other day. I was like, man, I was upset that I they didn't think I was good enough to play there. And I was like, you guys are not even a good team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was getting recruited by, like, Nebraska, Miami, stuff like that. And, like, you guys wasn't even on that level. So I was mad. I'm still mad at North Carolina for that. So I don't like you guys. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so, you know, you know, after my first year, I just wasn't happy. I just – I didn't like football. I wanted to just play basketball. That was my thing. Um, you know, I, I thought I was going to – and what was cool, when I came – when I was coming in – you know, they told me that I, you know, after my second year, I can try out for the team. Um, that's another reason why I really I decided to go to Rutgers, whatever, too. So, um, so I thought, you know, I was going to try to, you know, play there. So, you know, after my second, so going into my second year, um, you know, um, obviously I'm I'm a sophomore at this time, starting. Um, you know, it's I really. It, it's just hard. I mean, I know a lot of athletes. A lot of athletes may go through this. I know something like I know T.O. went through something like this. Like where just he didn't like the sport, but he was just naturally good at it. And it was some. That's kind of how I felt. You know, I just I had no desire to play football. Like I didn't want people touching me. I just didn't like it. But I, I mean, for me, the like, I can be a wide receiver and just run on the outside and catch touchdowns, and you know, nobody will touch me. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, as much as I tried to make myself like it, I just couldn't. Um, so I know right toward the end of the school year, I mean, right toward the end of the season, they let me come in and um, do like an open tryout. Um, and it was pretty cool because a lot of the, when I was in the freshman dorm, you know, there were kids there that were, you know, that were on full ride for basketball that were freshmen. And, you know, just being a play with – Prior to this this workout, you know, playing with these guys in the gym, and they're like, "Yo, bro, like you could, why don't you play basketball here?" I'm like, "I know." They told me I can try out after my second year of football, so I they was like, "Yeah, you need to come out, whatever, whatever." So I had talked to the basketball coach and whatnot and stuff. So, so what happened? So then, at the time, we had a dude named Dante Jones there who was there, obviously their best player. I mean, he was in the NBA. I mean, I think he just retired like not too long ago. So, you know, he got championships and all. So, um. And so they, so when they brought me in, he was there. Had do another big guy named Shark Kent, I think it was. He wanted to play in the NFL, I think, or something. But anyway, um, so they brought me in the first. So the first game. Now I'm in season actually too. So it was two games left, and I, um, they brought me in for the workout. Now I've been playing. I've been play, like I obviously played football. I played football. As soon as practice is over, I'll be in the gym. I'll be shooting. I'll be working on my game, dunking, all this stuff, whatever, whatever. And then, so when they brought me in, I was they didn't think I would be ready because I've been I'm in football season. But I'm like, this is what I'm here for. Because I'm thinking like, if if I can, 
if I can prove to them that I can, you know, really play basketball here, um, you know, I would uh, they would give me a scholarship to play there, and then I didn't have to play football. And I'll never forget they actually even came to when I went on my official visit for school. For now, I was one of my official visits to Rutgers. They were there, you know, recruiting. Uh, it may have been a kid that was on the other team. So we ended up losing the game, but I think I had like 40 points or something like that. And it was like, look, you you know, you, you can really play ball on this, that, that third. We know you, you know, coming here for football. So, so whatever. So at the tryout, I ended up playing against the kid, Dante Jones. He, he was like 6'6, would he can jump out the building. And it was, and then they put him on me, which was I was thought was weird, but it was crazy because the first game he when we played he had eight points and I had eight points and I couldn't I could guard him but I couldn't guard him because he was six six he was jumping right over me like I wasn't there, but he couldn't guard me either. So, you know they're like oh we're gonna bring you in after the season, you know so second half of this second half of the season I'm like all right cool, so coaches knew whatever so then, um he. So I think the next game, because I think we had two games left. The next game, I wound up going out. Where I think we were playing. I think we were playing Boston College, and I was diving for the ball, and my thumb gets caught in the grass and snaps my thumb, and it ended up tearing all the ligaments in my shooting hand, which is my right hand. Um, I wound up tearing all the ligaments in my thumb. Um, I was devastated. I was super devastated about the whole ordeal, and. Uh, it never sat well because I knew I was done. Um, I had to get surgery right after, like right after the last game. We had one more game. I wanted to get surgery, and then I wound up. Um, it wound up getting infected. It was just it was a freaking nightmare. So I couldn't play. So by the time I got so right after that, I think the coaches got fired, and they brought in a guy named uh, Greg Schiano, who is is actually back there now. He was there for a while, and then. Went to the NFL and then I think he's back there now at Rutgers, uh, but he he helped turn that program all the way around. But anyway, he um, you know, going into spring ball, I was just getting back for spring ball, and um, I'll never forget like he had, you know, when you get new coaches coming, especially at that level, you know, they already have guys that they're recruiting, and you know, I know a couple of the older guys that were there on my team. They told me they're like, listen, dude, like when the new coaches come in, you know, they really kind of like go through film and see who they really want to keep and then they start bringing in their own people and they start like weeding people out of here I'm like oh shoot that's crazy so I'll never forget he brought he brought me in he brought me in for a meeting he was like um he was like he said he says to me he's like you know you're going to the NFL right I was like yeah I know and he was like I want you to be my future future guy here and I was like cool all the while I just I'm like shit man I don't want to do this stuff. I'm so over it. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand football. And um, so, you know, spring ball comes. I think I get player of the game for that. Um, and then soon after, so that was right, you know, spring, you know, semester ended. And soon as spring ball ended, you know, co- um, you know, my sophomore year ended. I'm in summer. I come back, I go home for a little bit, come back for summer summer school you know they make us take classes in the summer and work out and whatnot and then i remember i came back and then i just left when i just left no one knew where i was i was over i was done i was so checked out i didn't want to ever play football again i was so checked out from it 
and there was only one person who knew where I was, and that's my boy, my boy Adrian. Um, and I went and stayed at his house. Um, yeah, I went and stayed at I went and stayed at his house because I just I didn't want I didn't want to deal with anything. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to have anyone try to convince me to come back and play. And I was just I was just gone. I didn't talk to nobody. And I knew my my aunt and uncle. They knew I was I was fine. I was safe. But I just didn't want to talk to anyone because I didn't want anyone to try to convince me to play or do something I didn't want to do. You know what I mean? And I didn't I didn't I never had desires to go to the NFL. That wasn't what I wanted to do in life. I mean, my goal at that time, I'm gonna be an NBA player. I'm gonna be a basketball player. You know what I mean? But even that, um, you know, it was just I just didn't have nothing left in me. I just I was just totally checked out from sports in general, you know what I mean? And um, I just needed a break. And, um, you know, so I ended up, like I said, I would disappear. No one knew where I was except for my boy. Um, and then I, want, I, I eventually came back around, I would say, um, the middle of what have been my, would have been my junior year, I would say right around December, Right after our football season was over, I came back around, and uh, and then I really, you know, I had a bunch of time to like really kind of think what I wanted to do in my life, well, thought what I wanted to do in my life, and um, I didn't think school was for me. I just, I, I didn't, I, I didn't like school. Like at the time, I'm like, I'm, I'm here for football and girls. I'm not here for school. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't me. Um, so I ended up um. So I, I know I ended up when I'm talking to my coach, who was my he was my wide receiver coach, a guy named uh, Coach Hazel, black dude. And I always like I didn't learn a whole lot as a receiver until I got around him because he was in the receiver. He knew the position. He knew what it was like to be in the trenches. And I, I grew so much as a receiver just being around that dude. He wanted to go on to coach a couple teams and. I was tracking him for a while. I'm not sure what he's doing now, but um, he was a good dude, and I learned a lot from him. I never got to really thank him. I got, I guess I should just find him and thank him. But um, always gave me great perspective on different things. But you know, at the end of the day, I just football just wasn't wasn't in the cards for me. I just didn't like it, and it's unfortunate because I know I could have really went somewhere with it if I really just tried a little bit. But I just, you know, I just couldn't do it. You know. Um, so I ended up enrolling in Bucks County Community College, BCCCC, whatever it is. Um, and I was like, you know what? I had all this time to think, let me play basketball here. I'm in community college. Let me, you know, let me play. And it was cool. Like, you know, a couple of cats on the team I knew, you know, pr- you know, I knew prior to even going there. One dude was older, a little older than me that I knew. Um and it was cool because I'm pretty sure that was the best team they ever had there because I think we only had like three losses, and that was to I think we had three losses, um, to uh, and they all were to Philadelphia Community College, and I think they were all by three points too. Um, it was pretty crazy. They were battles, man. Like we used to battle, um, and I remember a lot of guys like, man, you need to be somewhere playing Division One because I was I think I was averaging like like 45 points a game or something like that, something crazy. Um, and then um, – but I had a good time there. You know, I really enjoyed – I actually 
that was my first time I really actually enjoyed college because I'm actually doing something I really want to do, and that was play basketball. Even though it was, you know, it was community college, but it was still fun to me, fun to me, and it was very competitive. Um, you know, there were some great games, and that, a bunch of those teams had some great players on there. Um, and then, so, you know, at the end of that season, so I wanted to play in a whole year, you know, whole year, whole season there. So that was another year that I had lost. So that was, that was technically my junior year. So um, I was there for a year. And then um, I decided I was going to, oh, look, I got to go to school. The whole thing was, like, I have to go to school to, I have to go to school for football because I know I can get a scholarship and go and play football. But just play basketball. Just somehow just figure out to play basketball. So I ended up – I thought I was going to go to UCF at first. And then I ended up going – I remember during my uh, time in high school where a coach uh, – I wish I could remember his name. I can't really remember his name. It was a guy from Westchester University. Um, he was one of the coaches there. And he kept coming to the school to talk to me. But he's, And he always say, I know I have no chance of you ever coming to our school, but we would love to have you there. And I was just like, and he and he would repeatedly come to the school, knowing that I was like, you know, Penn State coaches there, West Compton coaches there, like it's all these big time coaches there, you know what I mean? And he always was in my ear, and that always kind of like stuck with me. I'm like, you know, what, let me just go over here, Division Two. I just go over there and just play, you know, try to play some basketball and um, and see what happens. So I ended. So after my, um, you know, after I decided to leave, uh, you know. To go to another school after I was leaving uh, Bucks uh, Community College, um, I decided I was just going to go to Westchester. Never been there before, you know, whatever. So I ended up going to Westchester, and it was crazy because, you know, one reason why I say college is whack. I remember when I left school, when I left Rutgers, I had forty-eight credits. Excuse me, and then when I left, when I left. Um, Bus County Community College, I had, because I was there for a year, so I I had, I think I had 24 credits. And now when I'm going from, now when I'm going into, now when I'm going into, um, when I'm going into Westchester, uh, Westchester only took, so now I only had the 24 credits that I had from, from Westchester, I mean from uh, Bus County Community College, and the, the 48 credits that I had from, have from Rutgers, Westchester only took six. Six out of 48 credits they took. So now I only have 32 credits. I've been in school for three years, but I really have all the other 48 credits, but they're not going to take it. And it's like I'm pretty much had, had to start all over. And, like, I'm just like, that don't make any sense. To this day, it still doesn't make sense. I probably literally have 200 credits you know what I mean? For no reason. You know what I mean? So, so anyway, you know, I decided to go. You know, I decided to go to Westchester, and you know, I'm there. Um, I'm gonna play football, and it was like I knew it was gonna be like pretty easy. Um, you know, just because what I was used to. You know, when you're in Division One, it's just it's like, you know, it's football from 5 a.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. every day, whether you're in season or you're not. Um, you know. But you know the cool perks were you know you you're police escorted everywhere you fly to every game and all that stuff's cool you know you have lobster dinners when you win we didn't really win too much but you know you fly to every game and all this cool stuff 
So now when I get to Westchester, I'm like, hold up, this is it? This is real? And it was cool for me because it was once football was over, it was done. You know what I mean? And it wasn't all, you know, every day here, study hall, class checkers, this, 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 this. It was really football gone. You know what I mean? And that was more my speed. So anyway, I wound up getting back. So I wound up going. I had to play football, but I was going to play basketball there too. So everything was locked in. So I wound up uh, messing my hamstring up in football and then coming back the first game too early and then tearing my hamstring and it was done. The party was over. So by the time I got really back, season was over. It was going into basketball season. And they was like, are you going to play? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to play. And then this is technically my senior year. Like This is my fourth year, my fourth year. And I wound up playing basketball for the second half of the season. I wound up being like six man. Should have been a starter easily, but um, right, Kofi? That's my, that's Kofi's one of my guys. Those was on my team. He's from around here. Good guy, Kofi Denkwa. Um, but, um, you know, I wound up uh, being like six man, and I still scored and did my thing, whatever, but I was like the instant offense type of player. I don't want to play no defense, but I don't play offense, though. That's my thing. Score the ball. But, uh, you know, I wound up – so I wound up playing basketball. I had a good time there. And then, bang, it's over. And I have no more eligibility left. I played all four years. I did two years at Rutgers, one at Bus County Community College, and then one at Westchester. So, you know, it was – now, this is the first time I'm in school – ever where I'm not playing a sport, you know what I mean? And now I'm just a regular student on campus. And it was just a, it was so like weird when you're used to just doing something like you were in school, when you're in college, like, you know, for me, you know, always playing a sport, doing something. Now you have all this time to do nothing. You know what I mean? Just party and just hang out. You know what I mean? So um, that was my, that was very eye opening for me. Um, that was very eye-opening for me because it was it was just so different. Now I'm just not really doing anything, so you know I was going. I was I was uh, I was a um, I was a elementary. I was a, now I was a physical education major, and when I'm when I'm almost done, they tell me that you know I mean you need a I think you need a three O to graduate to have a degree in you know in, in physical education. And I'm just like. I got like a two five. There's no way I'm getting a three zero. You know what I mean? So that you know, my guidance kind of like, oh, you're gonna have to change your major so you can get out of here. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I wound up changing to, um, I wound up changing to to liberal studies, a minor in coaching, and a minor in a minor in coaching, and a minor in uh, health sciences or some BS, whatever. And it was just crazy because. I remember looking at my transcript and being with my guidance counselor, and I had like close to like 200 credits. <laughs> and I was like, how is this even possible? You know what I mean? Like, and like 200 credits when I go back and when we add, because we can still see my other transcript from Rutgers and see all the credits that I had. You know what I mean? So I ended up, um, so right at the end, I ended up, I think I just left school. I left. I was literally in. My fourth, I was in my last semester, and I think I left school, like just like that, left, and I was like, I'm done, because you giving me a BS degree and some stuff that doesn't even exist, which is liberal studies and coaching and health science. Like, what does this, does this mean anything? You know what I mean? 
And that's why I say college is whack. It just, you know, you make kids go to school. I couldn't imagine they having to pay for all this. Like, you make people go to school and, and I understand if you, you know, you're going to be like a doctor or a lawyer or something, something crazy, a scientist or something crazy on that, on that level, but just for the average person, it's just not worth it to me. Um, so I just left and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to party with my boys and hang out. And, um, you know what? Let me rewind real quick. Cause I didn't even say one of the most important parts of my time at Rucker at, uh, at, um, at, at Bus County Community College, I ended up meeting a girl and wound up having a son. I remember, I, I, I never forget, I got to, I got to, I was at Rutgers, I mean, I was at, um, I was at Westchester after I leave Bus County Community College. I got to Westchester, I'm, I'm in basketball season, and I'm going to my first game. We're playing a school down in West Virginia, and I'm literally walk, getting off the bus, and we're walking into the hotel, and my son's mother calls me and says, hey, I'm pregnant, and I my first response was, by who? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which was pretty bad, but, you know, and and she's like, I'm pregnant, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, shoot, this is crazy. So I'm, I think I'm 20, 22 at the time. Um, 23, I think. Yeah, 23, I think. And uh, no, I'm 22 at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I'm, you know, having my first child. You know what I mean? And it was, it was an experience. You know, like you know, because when I remember going, like after each game. When I'm at now, when I'm at Westchester and I'm after the game, but I didn't have nothing a week and I'm home. You know, I'm home waiting, waiting, home waiting. You know, waiting for the, which is now my son to come, my oldest son, Asher. Um, so you know, we'll talk about that later. But um, I, I got I left that out. I meant to say that. Um, so anyway, you know, finishing up, leaving uh, Westchester. You know, I'm just now kind of went back with my guy Tony Devine. I, I mentioned him before. Um, who was my eighth grade coach, ninth, ninth grade coach, whatever. And um, he really took me under his wing at that point. And he really, you know, wanted me to make sure I stayed focused and, you know, figure out my life and figure out where I wanted to do and who I wanted to become and and whatnot and make sure I didn't get nothing crazy, get into no bad stuff or anything, which I wasn't anyway, but he was like a, a father figure for me at that point. Um, and, you know, from there we were like just tight and, like we are to this day but um you know when I left school you know now I'm just really just trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I think my first job that I took I was a, a bouncer in the city took my first job was at McFadden's before they they went out of business a place called McFadden's and um you know from there I really learned a whole lot I learned a whole lot about myself um you know because now at at this point, you know, I got to provide for someone besides myself, you know what I mean? And, you know, I had a son, obviously. So, you know, me growing up without a father, um, I really had to figure out how I'm going to provide for this young kid, you know what I mean, my, for my for my first kid, you know, my son. And, um, you know, so that that required me, you know, I was, again, I was, I was bouncing. Um, I enjoyed it. I made good money doing it. Um, it was fun. I mean, it was fighting sometimes, but you know, it was more so, I guess, restraining people. Um, but again, like I said, I learned so much, man. Just about just trying to be 
be responsible, you know, have fun, still be responsible. You got to make sure, you know, you take care of business because you got to feed this kid, clothe this kid. You know what I mean? Like I was still a kid at the time. You know what I mean? And it was, uh, you know, it was a, it was, it was a very challenging time for me, you know, because again, like I said, I was a kid, you know, and I'm still trying to figure out life and I'm like, damn, I have a, I'm responsible for somebody. You know what I mean? And, you know, granted, I mean, his mother and I didn't work out, whatever. And, um, you know, so it was, it was, it was tough at sometimes, you know, especially because I wasn't with his mother and she was really spiteful for some things, you know what I mean? I was immature a lot of times too, so I'm not going to just blame her, but I'm, you know, I was very immature, just, you know, whatever. But, um, I had to grow up though, you know, and it took a little some time for me to grow up, but it never, in that process of me growing up, it never, I never let that interfere with my relationship with my son. You know what I mean? And I, I've been there since day one. You know what I mean? So, um, so you know, after that, as so, he was born in '04, um, and you know, again, I was, I was just bouncing, and then shortly after, the, I remember I got into something, what really ultimately pushed me out of it, and. I was like, I got to figure something else out. And I got into a fight because of something that happened into in a bar like months later when I was by myself and they remember who I was and they thought, you know, they were just going to run on me, run up on me, whatever. But um, and I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't do this because I could be with my son. What if I'm with my son and, and something happens in the bar when you're just trying to restrain someone who's intoxicated, you know, I walk on my son and someone walks up on me and try to do something to me or do something to me in front of my kid. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? I got to get out of this. I got to figure something else out. And I did. The end.